Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling Live from Grand Forks Best Source. I hope you're staying weird out there, Grand Forks. So, tonight we're going to be talking about people who are involved in wrestling but who are not wrestlers. So, hope you enjoy. Yeah, this may be part one of a new series we got coming up here where... Uh, maybe focusing on not all on every weird episode of Weird Wrestling, but here and there, focus on some of the more celebrity or non wrestlers that have graced the ring over the years, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be a fun time doing it, too. All right. But before we jump into that, uh, we're going to give a quick shout out to our first sponsor, the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill, where we want you to make them your next dinner and a movie destination. They're both located inside the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Now, you can either dine inside the movie memorabilia laden restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you'll be attending. I know, Icky, both of you and I, we both had some of their awesome uh, entrees over the year there. I highly recommend the waffle fries and gravy. And the poultry guys is good, too. Yeah, they got all tons of good options there uh some of this week's featured movies at the river cinema are sun missing and knock at the cabin which i just saw last weekend and doesn't highly it, recommend doesn't it have a wrestler dave batista in it yes yes speaking of wrestlers mr dave batista himself is in it uh so don't forget tuesday's five dollar movies all day long and the five dollar fifty cent senior matinees every wednesday and thursday River Cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and it's family-owned and operated by the same company that also operates the Grand Theater in Crookston. And for their listings, you can check their website, morefamilytheaters.com. So check them out, River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, where would you like to kick things off today? I know. I think, uh, I, if I remember right, we were going to start with, uh, was it uh, Johnny Knoxville? Johnny Knoxville, Mr. Jackass himself. Can I say that online, on air? Well, hey, that's part of the one of his brands, one of his properties, So you're, you're, and they don't censor it on cable, so <laughs> I, I think you're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. I've been watching that show since... Like 90s or 2000s, you know, as Steve-O and Wee Man. And was that how you were first exposed to him, the, their Daredevil stunt comedy? Yeah. Oh, and Johnny Knoxville, actually, people, a lot of people don't know this. He's a, uh, a whatchamacallit, he's a skateboarder. Yeah, because uh, I think, didn't they take like a couple years off for Jackass for the whole Viva La Bam? Because was it yeah. Bam part of the Jackass crew first before Bam his show? Margera, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Johnny Knoxville, he... and. He has done quite good for himself. Uh, besides some of his wrestling moments uh, we'll be talking about here shortly, he's done a ton of movies over the years. Well, Bad Grandpa, Bad Grandpa 2. My favorite are that favorite films that Knoxville has been in has probably been, uh, I guess, speaking of movies with wrestlers, uh, Walking Tall with The Rock. Absolutely love that remake. Did you ever see The Men in Black with him in it? I don't think I've seen that one. He was in one, Men in yeah. Black 2. Then also Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Very, very good old... Probably like the last great hurrah for old school Arnold action films. But uh, yeah, so Johnny Knoxville, what are some of your earliest wrestling memories with Johnny Knoxville? Um, just him just doing stuff on Jackass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He did, he did like wrestling stunts and maneuvers kind of, right? Well, you know, and speaking of sports and Johnny Knoxville, he was also in a movie called The Ringer. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I saw the movie Terry Funk has a cameo in it. Really? Yeah, because it's by the same director who did uh, Beyond the Mat, Barry Blostein. Uh, uh, and, of course, people that remember Beyond the Mat, Terry, 
blinking on and off. Terry Funk is. Oh no, we're we're good. That does it. That's not the final product. That's just a software. It does oh, that every now and again. Sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. You're good. But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's a whole fun thing. Nice little fun cameo. Blink and miss it. He's not as. He doesn't have a minor role like he did in the movie Over the Top. You remember that? He's a bodyguard. No. He has a few spe- few lines too. Terry Funk is is one of the greatest wrestlers. You know, just to go off on a tangent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that I quit match with Ric Flair. Oh, that. or anything with Sabu, him and Sabu and yeah, XPW. The early, early days and the, yeah, some of his ECW matches. Yeah, the early ECW days. Yeah, but sorry so, for sorry for but, So yeah, I, like you mentioned, he done a, he did a ton of wrestling stunts on Jackass, right? Yes, he did. Like what? What's one or two that come to mind? I don't remember. They they just did so much stupid stuff. Yeah, they on like that suplex show. suplex each other just like on the concrete. Or right? they they'd have that that big fat guy. Chasing after Wee Man, doing wrestling moves to him. So now we're we're going to talk about the most biggest wrestling moment we a lot of people probably associate Johnny Knoxville with in wrestling from like the last uh, last year. But he the, did. He was in the Royal Rumble. Yep. But before we get to that, he actually did another WWE appearance too, like many many years earlier. Do you remember? I don't know. I know you said you took a couple of breaks from wrestling over the years, Icky, but do you remember that, like, two-year stretch in time where Raw had, like, the guest host of the week or the guest GM? No. It was like, they were kind of doing, like, Saturday Night Live for Raw, where they had an actor or a celebrity promoting uh, uh, what if they had a new movie or a new TV show coming out, and Johnny Knoxville did that in 2008. And yeah, that was when I wasn't watching yeah, wrestling. And uh, I think he was just, yeah, just promoting Jackass, and he was cracking some jokes against Santino Morella when Beth Phoenix was his manager and so beth phoenix like slapped knoxville and body slammed him and then, you, and then and then great colleague came out and pulverized him too just no love for the jackass crew well no no you know like when i was watching uh the royal rumble last year and all of a sudden i heard that oh the jackass theme it's yeah. like i know this from somewhere where do i know this from and all of a sudden johnny knoxville and steve-o and all the rest of them just come out on the stage and it's like oh this is gonna be funny i wonder how long he's gonna be in the ring for did you know i think they were hyping it up that he was going to be in there too because i think he appeared on smackdown for a couple weeks before the yeah, show he did, yeah and started a rivalry with Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn took took uh, i'm a Sami Zayn fan you know that oh yeah you've, you've donned his shirt his merchandise on the show so i uh, i know you're a big Sami Zayn fan so what were you thinking of when when he started picking a bone with Sami Zayn in knoxville i thought johnny knoxville was going to get his butt kicked yeah, so they kind of hype up. They're leading up to the Royal Rumble. They're both talking a lot of gruff at each other. And Knoxville's actually in it for a little bit there. But he, did, didn't he eliminate Sami Zayn and then Sami Zayn got eliminated or something like that? Now, I rewatched uh, the clip yesterday because that was my original memory first. I thought at first Knoxville got like a surprise elimination on him. Just like one of those fluke celebrity finishes or something with some help. But no, it was... Uh, Sami Zayn just went ahead and beat him up pretty good uh, and just tossed him right over. But then Sami Zayn was too busy gloating with the elimination that AJ Styles chucked, chucked him over right afterwards. Well, you know, when we were talking about this on the phone the other day, I, uh, I thought I, 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 mis- I mistook Happy Corbin for Sami Zayn for some reason. Oh, well, they're both pretty happy-go-lucky guys. Both have catchy themes, entrance themes. Uh, Baron Corbin isn't, I don't think he's too happy anymore. But uh, He still has a happy theme music, though. He, really? But yeah, now he's yeah, that's he's now he's JBL's protege. But so when that happened, did you think that was that was going to be it? Their just their brief encounter at Royal Rumble. I, I you know, Sami Zayn has kind of a, a beef to pick with people. 
and he's done it in the past before. Like, I believe he had a beef with like Kevin Owens or something like that. Yeah, because they're both oh, from Qu- Quebec. Oh gosh, they've they've had uh, so many matches. Not besides just on WWE TV, all over the Indies and many other promotions. That they even had like last time ever matches on WWE and still went on to wrestle each other countless times since. So those two are, and still to this day, those two are... are Wasn't there like a giant mouse trap in the WrestleMania match? So yeah, let's segue there. We thought, you know, I remember when that encounter happened at the Royal Rumble. Okay, Sami Zayn eliminated uh, Johnny Knoxville, but then Knoxville distracted. Yeah, distracted uh, Sami Zayn and he got eliminated. I thought that would be it, but no, those two would go on to uh, go back and forth and build up to a match at WrestleMania. I'm like, how are they going to keep this anticipation going for like two months? Well, here, you know, that kind of reminds me of the Bad Bunny interference at uh, Royal Rumble 2. I think it was Bad Bunny or Machine Gun Kelly or one of those. Yeah, people. Bad Bunny was in a Rumble. I think this year's, or no, yeah, last year's Rumble also, that same one. Uh, so yeah, this was, so yeah, they built up to the match and you saw this, right? No, I did not. Actually, oh, I actually, I, I, I just rewatched it yesterday. I heard there was a bunch of like shtick in it though, like a giant mouse trap or, and so I, I would highly recommend, uh, before we talk about maybe people want, if people are, aren't watching this, uh, live, uh, that you, you pause and watch it because WWE has a full match available for free on their YouTube. Just search Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. And I rewatched it yesterday just for a refresher. And I thought they were just going to have like a, I remember going into it. This is just going to be like middle of the show, like some quick, funny comedy haha spots with the jackass crew will be in and done in like five minutes, get them in and out of there real quick. But no, they had like the whole thing start to end was like 17 minutes, almost 20 minutes. I like Johnny Knoxville's uh, wrestling attire in this. Yeah, yeah, that, it, uh, that leotard thing with the big K on the on the chest it looks like yeah. some sort of like weird version of Superman. Yeah, he had a mock superhero outfit, and even the ring announcer had some fun with, with his intro. The ring announcer said, "Just two cheeseburgers away from 175." <laughs> I, I got a I got a great kick out of that. Johnny yesterday. Knoxville is really thin, though. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the Jackass again, though. I saw the new Jackass movie, Jackass Forever, Forever. right? Mm-hmm. And they have, like, new people in it, but it's a great movie. But if you have kids, don't let them watch it. <laughs> hey, that could maybe be a future weird cinema. I, I've actually, I've suggested that, but the powers that be don't want me to do it, so. Did that one get the veto? I can't remember. It did get the veto. Oh, well, he maybe did, we'll, he didn't. He didn't think it was weird enough. Maybe we'll have to reconsider it. Who knows? But, uh, but... But so for their WrestleMania match, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, it kind of has, it starts off with a jackass bag of tricks where, you know, they got the shopping cart of weapons. At one point, uh, Johnny Knoxville does a bowling ball and just throws a perfect strike at Sami Zayn's groin, you know, kind of getting, the crowd's kind of going along with it. It's kind of getting polite applause at first. Well, you, you know, Johnny Knoxville would make a great deathmatch wrestler. But, you know, this is a good, fun comedy match, and uh, some of the Jackass crews getting involved, like Chris Pontius, or is that right? Pontius? Is that how you say his name? Pontius. Pontius? Okay. Maybe Pontius. Uh, but he's getting involved a little bit, doing his doing his shtick, you know, his crazy dancing, and uh, but the crowd all of a sudden legitimately lights up, like, and it's, you, you, wrestling fans know when you get a genuine hot reaction from a the pop, crowd. it's called. Yeah, like a legit pop. All of a sudden, the crowd went to, you know, just kind of cordially playing along to all of a sudden legit into the match when Wee Man popped out under the ring and took a big bite out of Sami Zayn's ass <laughs> and started chasing him around the ring. And they had the crowd in the palm of their hands afterwards. 
Yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, and so much good stuff happened because eventually all the a good chunk of the rest of the Jackass crew got involved to help even the odds because, you know, Sami Zayn's the legitimate wrestler or pro wrestler and, and, and you know, Knoxville's just an entertainer who's no athletic bone in his body. <laughs> but uh, so it's... It, they do so many cool spots in this match. Well, you guys, you know, to go out there, you guys got to watch the Royal Rumble and you guys got to watch the... Uh yeah, the WrestleMania, WrestleMania match. Just two quick things to again. I'm, I'm spoiling this. Like I said, I highly recommend watching this on the YouTube. It's on WWE's channels for free. But the two biggest pops in the match afterwards, you saw aside from Wee Man taking a bite out of Sami Zayn, Wee Man chased Sami Zayn into the ring. Knoxville gives him a, a low blow, and then Wee Man body slams uh, Sami Zayn like how Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3, and it got the exact same uh, just crowd pop reaction. They were they loved it, got a this is awesome chant. The crowd absolutely loved it. And like like you said, uh, Icky, uh, a mouse trap was involved, and, uh, and this is, here you go. <laughs> how do you like that? <laughs> For people watching the video version, I just threw up an image on the screen. Uh, they the Jackass crew rolled a big mouse trap in the ring and they locked Sami Zayn in it so Knoxville can get the pin. So, yeah. all right, we we better we better. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. So yeah, that's that's all I got on Johnny Knoxville. The next uh, one is an, another great wrestler, but he was kind of a fluke, and that is David Arquette. Oh my gosh, David Arquette. Where do you want to start about David Arquette well, and him getting into wrestling? Let's let's just talk about Ready to Rumble for a second. Yeah, and then uh, for people who don't know, it's been a while because it came out in 2000. Yeah, there you go. The movie poster, Ready to Rumble, David Arquette, Scott Kahn, Oliver Platt, the three main actors were. Uh, Icky, you said you haven't seen this movie in a while? Nope. Or you haven't seen it at I all? I just remember that I've seen it, in, but not in like a couple of years. I saw. I remember the, uh, the triple cage. Yeah, that's kind of like the main thing it's, rec- uh, it's associated for because... David Arquette and Scott Kahn, they're like big wrestling fans. They help Oliver Platt, who's like this fictitious or uh, artificial wrestler for this movie, get his career back on track. Leads up to a big triple-deck cage match. And WCW, and that's how old this is. Yeah, WCW is still around. WCW is still around. So how did David Arquette, how did this movie help bring cross-promote with actual WCW television? Well, Well, David Arquette went on WCW, and if I remember right, he pinned DDP for... The world heavyweight title, and people were mad about this. Yeah, they they ended up having do some cross promotion. Obviously, you're going to bring David Arquette to talk about the movie. The WCW wrestlers. He's doing a few appearances for a few weeks. He actually beats Eric Bischoff in a match, and then Eric Bischoff, like the next night on Thunder, uh, challenges a tag team match where DDP's a, the world champion, and they have this crazy stipulation in the match where whoever gets a pin walks out as champion. And Arquette is DDP's partner, but he gets the pin on Eric Bischoff, so he walks out as champion. And as you can see here, we are not joking. This is a thing. <laughs> David Arquette. Your is w- that Jeff Jarrett in the background? Yep, because Jarrett was in the match, too. Jarrett teamed with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. So, yeah. And, but yeah. So, I feel good, you know, about David Arquette because he actually re- redeemed himself by wrestling a death match with uh, Nick Cage. Yeah, but before we get there real quick... Uh, the triple-decker cage match, they decide David Arquette has to defend the title in the triple-decker triple cage match from the movie. I actually thought it was a pretty cool spectacle. They used it, like, two more times in WCW, I wanted to say. Well, it, re- it reminds me of kind of like a predecessor to Hell in a Cell, in a sense. Yeah, kind of. Well, it came out after. It was like WCW's version of Hell in a Cell, almost, because it was so huge. Or War Games. Or War that. Games, yeah. I, I really liked it, uh... 
But, uh, you know, Arquette, res- would you agree with a lot of wrestling fans on how Arquette's world title reign, a lot of wrestling fans blame that as, like, the straw that broke the camel's back for the downfall of WCW? Yes, I would say so. I think it was a bunch of other things. I want to blame it squarely on David Arquette, but I'd say that definitely played a, a Well, and the whole factor. Shane McMahon buying WW, WCW with him competing against his father in WWE and... Finger poke of doom, AOL, uh, Time Warner merger, a bunch of other things helped, I think, built to it all. But uh, but yeah, uh, you know, David Arquette, for what it's worth, I do want to mention, uh, he did not accept any of the paychecks from WCW. He actually donated all the money he got paid to the families of Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, and Darren Drozdov. Really? Yeah, that, wrestling that cool. families in need, so big ups to him on that. And uh, he did try to redeem himself. He did wrestle on one WWE match. During that same guest star era in 2010, a handicap match with, remember Alex Riley? No, I do not. <laughs> yeah, he teamed with him against Randy Orton, and, and they lost. His only WWE match. But, yeah, why don't you tell us? I know you're big on his deathmatch career. Well, you know, it was funny. He said I, he wanted a deathmatch with Nick Gage, and then he said, I want you to, you know, he goes, well, Nick Gage goes, well, are, are you sure you want a deathmatch? And he goes, yeah. And... Did you see this match then? I saw, I've seen clips of it and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I saw he, some clips. He gets like a, a freaking, uh, whatchamacallit, taken to him, a uh, cheese or a pizza cutter. Well, I think Gage uh, gave him a nasty gash on his neck, and he was just, yeah, it, it led to him going to the hospital. I was at, a, speaking of that, I was at a show once for Time Bomb, which is kind of our buddies here, and uh, there was a wrestler named Super Thunder Frog. And I'm talking to Super Thunderfrog after the match, and all of a sudden he goes, I think I need to go to the emergency room. Oh, no, really? <laughs> the match took a toll on him then all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it sounded like Arquette wanted to redeem himself, like you said, for, like, a lot of people give him a lot of hate for ruining wrestling for WCW, right? And Well, he came back in GCW, so. Yeah, he kind of had a decent little indie wrestling career for, like, what, two or three years there. And that kind of redeemed him in the in the eyes of fans, I think, because he was doing like the real hardcore stuff. And so, what would you say? Who would you say would have the better celebrity or non-celebrity uh, or weird wrestler career, Knoxville or David Arquette? I would say Knoxville. Knoxville. I definitely enjoyed that. I say that WrestleMania match with Sami Zayn had some really good highs, even the Royal Rumble match and a lot of the build towards it. So, yes, big applause for Johnny Knoxville. I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be biased because I have a lot of good memories about Johnny Knoxville from when I was younger, and I used to watch Jackass. So, uh, David Arquette was a good actor in Scream and a few other movies, but very true. Yep, yeah, a few other films. Uh, I was going to say, any other thoughts on David Arquette or, or no, Knoxville? But did, that, did you want to hit any of these other bonus ones, or save them no, for a future episode? We'll save those for a future episode. All right. Sorry. I had, I was l- really looking forward to this. Uh, I watched a lot of clips uh, preparing background notes for this uh, the, over the weekend. So, uh, yeah, definitely got, got me going down a, a YouTube hole last weekend. But before, before, before we go, I, I just remembered apart from Ready to Rumble, when they jump over the cage with a, with a, a motorcycle... Oh, and right. Oh, yeah. He because yeah, David Arquette's character. He comes up with the wrestling character in the, in the movie where he's a he's a cop. 
Which is funny because he plays a cop in the movie Scream. Yeah. And he but, had, do you remember his tagline from the movie? I, I remember so many dumb quotes from that movie. It's like no. a guilty pleasure. I love that dumb movie so much. I'm going to bust you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need uh-huh. that, that movie. That movie. Well, we got to go here. So. All right. Bef- well, before we wrap up with some plugs and previewing next week's episode, we're going to hear a quick word from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, uh, just a couple of quick plugs for some other GFBS shows from earlier this week. Interviewed on GFBS was Lynn Roach talking about the upcoming Grand Forks Park and Recreation Daddy-Daughter Dance event. And on the latest big screens and TV streams, you know, we kind of talked about it a little earlier, but we reviewed the new M. Night Shyamalan suspense thriller, Knock at the Cabin. So those are just a couple of the shows you can find by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, social media, and streaming audio apps. Also, support GFBS by hitting that donate link on top of the GFBestSource.com website. So, Icky, I think we got a big movie in store next week, right? Yes, we do. It's Thor. Uh, the Marvel movie Thor, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the mythology behind Thor, too. So stay weird, Grand Forks. <laughs>